listening to Brave Girls Club. I'm Lindsay. I'm Kelly. And I'm Krista. And this, this is, is a, a campfire, campfire tale, tale <laughs> podcast. A mini podcast. Mini podcast. Where you send in your spooky stories and we read them to you or we play them back to you in your own voice. Yes. And it's fun and we love getting them. Please send in more. Please. <clears throat> it's been a spooky drought. It has been a little bit of a spooky yeah. drought. Everyone's yeah. just having too good of a time. Nothing spooky is happening happening to anyone right now. I know. We need something traumatizing to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Zombies. Ooh. Zombies. We would be flushed with stories. Mm-hmm. Honestly, zombie apocalypse. We're the ones who win because we get all the stories. Except I will die the day that it happens. Oh, yeah. Say absolutely. <laughs> the second. The moment those... Things go off. Those like alarms. Yeah, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm dying just from the noise. Yeah, cause that noise is so goddamn scary. That's scary. That or even if they just you know those little things on the, on the computer that. Uh, uh, I mean, not the computer. <laughs> the TVs. Oh, like the testing. Yes. Like the radio testing. I hate those. Or like the, the Amber Alert messages you get on your phone. You when they're just like. My phone has been on vibrate since I graduated high school in 2010 so like it's been on vibrate so wow, you I don't, don't have a ringtone I don't you know what would be a good ringtone our theme song <laughs> no the <laughs> sp- the spooky sound from the TV Ooh. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say either of those things I was gonna say I don't wanna be anything other than what I'm in <laughs> trying to be lately uh, or or <laughs> Anything you want. Ciabatta. <laughs> I've literally had that stuck in my head all day because... Was it you or Luciano who said that yesterday? We were both singing it. Anything I, you want. Ciabatta. I think he started singing it and then he like cued me up to say, you got it or whatever. And I just said ciabatta. And then we kept singing it all day. <laughs> you guys are funny. That would be a great... Uh, jingle for your Jack in the Box commercial because sometimes they have True. ciabatta bread. Uh, oh, yeah. Hit me up, Jack in the Box. That's a million dollar idea. That is a million dollar idea. Oh, shit. So, are we, we here to do a thing? Okay. Oh, Should I go first? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Denvi, my den. Denvi, Denver, den, 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 den. My brother's girlfriend, aka my brother's girlfriend, Denver Watson. <laughs> Wait, what's her name? <laughs> her name's Denver, but we call her Denvi. And she's a cute girl, and something spooky happened to her, and she sent it to me, and it's spooky, and here it is. I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So this is in, I really want to do it in her voice, obviously, because I do a good Denvi impression, but I'm going to try really hard not to. Okay. Why won't you do it in her voice? Because she'll probably get offended. Oh. <laughs> well, show me later. No, she just, she like, she just has like a little baby voice. She's just always like, mm, okay, mm-hmm, okay. That's how she talks. Anyway. Um, she doesn't really talk like that. She does when she's like joking around. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <clears throat> um... Okay, so during high school, my mom dated a guy named Todd. Mm. Boo, Todd sucks. Oh, wait. <laughs> he, 
he, he might not. I don't well, know any details okay. of the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So during high school, my mom dated a guy named Todd. They didn't date for a very long time, but the fact that they dated makes this story a little more spooky. Ooh. Todd does suck. In 2008, I think, my mom and I moved to Sussex, Wisconsin. Uh, Denver grew up in Wisconsin, so if I mess up all of these town names and things... Just do it in I'm a sorry. Wisconsin accent. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> no. Please. No. Okay. <clears throat> she moved... They moved into... A cute little friendly neighborhood right before I started fourth grade. Uh, 2008. She was in fourth grade. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> she said she moved there in 2008 and she was in fourth grade. Oh, she's That's... my age then. What is she lying about? Wait, what? No, what? No. If oh, you're wait. in fourth grade, you're like 10, 9. Oh, yeah. I was thinking 1998. No, I said 2008. Yeah, I'm 10 years behind. Yeah, what's, what do you do? What? I don't I'm not good at math. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to think this hard right now. She anyway. was nine, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I just, I was saying that, wow, in 2008, she was in fourth grade, she's so young. Yeah. That's all I was trying to say. That is very young. Okay, here too we go. Too young. She's Suspiciously too young. young. Too young. For the short time that we lived in that house, the older girl that lived next door would babysit me and we were pretty good friends and we were pretty good friends with her family. One day while we were all talking outside, she was telling us about how she got spooked the night before during the rainstorm. She told us that she heard banging noises in the basement and that her dog was acting very strange. Always listen to your dog. True. Now, I don't remember how this part came up, but I only remember learning that a murder happened a few years prior, and here's the news story of the murder that happened in that house. November 1st, 2004, Sussex. A woman was found dead Monday in her home where her husband, armed with guns and knives, barricaded himself in the basement with the couple's two toddlers and f to, with the couple's two toddlers for four hours before surrendering. W Wickasha County Sheriff's Captain Terry Martorn, whatever, said... Sherry Van Lair, 41, was found on the second floor of the home with a cut throat. Oh, She no. was pronounced dead. An autopsy was scheduled, is scheduled for today, according to Wickasha, or Waukesha, whatever, God, County <laughs> Medical <laughs> Examiner's Office, blah, blah, blah. Todd A. Van Lair, or Lair, 34, was in the Waukesha County Jail Monday night pending a court appearance today. Blah, 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 about this Todd guy. Um, sorry. So her mom dated a killer. Yes. Every time, she says, every time I think about this story or it comes up, it's just really weird to think that it all happened next to the house. In the house next door of one of my childhood homes. I couldn't find the other news article I remember reading, but he apparently thought that his wife was trying to poison his food and kill him, and that's why he killed her. So moving on to literally a month ago, he has terminal cancer, and the state won't let him be released to go home. 
So yeah, there's my spooky story about a guy my mom dated in high school, and then we ironically moved into the house next door to where he killed his wife. LOL. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> so Todd does suck. Todd I does knew suck. It. Yeah. Want to see a picture of him? Yeah. Not kinda. Um, also, don't always listen to your dog. Because wasn't it, was it Son of Sam whose Ooh. dog told him to kill all those people? Was it his what? dog or just a dog? Oh, his neighbor's dog. His neighbor's dog. So listen to your own dog. Don't listen Sounds to it. Sounds fake, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I always listen to my I dog. Say, I say listen to your dog because have you seen The Conjuring? Oh, yeah. yeah. When I they're moving into the house yeah. and then the dog won't go inside and they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess you can just stay out here. And then the dog dies. <sighs> Spoiler alert. Whatever. That happens, like, it, near the yeah. beginning. In every horror movie, the dog's just gonna die, you can assume. That it's gonna die. Have you it seen Babadook? No. Oh. You haven't seen it? Hmm. Really? Eric got it for me for my birthday, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I started it and then never finished it. Well. The there, dog dies? There's no dog. <laughs> Don't worry about that dog. It's fine. The Baba dog. Baba dog. The Bubba Duck. <laughs> the Bubba. I've got a Bubba Bubby, Duck. Yeah. Oh yeah. You. He's you the that. best little spooky boy mm-hmm. in the whole Bubby. world. So uh, you, uh, April's. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Denver. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was Denver. spooky. I was excited about that one. Yeah, she ha- she told me that story like a while ago before we even started our podcast, and then mm-hmm. I remembered it again. And I was like, oh, can you send that to me? She's like, okay. And she did. <laughs> All right, and so. There it was. And this here it one goes. is from April. This yep. is your friend, Kelly. A girl I knew in middle school and high school. Yeah. Oh, she she wrote in a bunch of stories already. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so yeah. and this is this is her first recorded one though. But wow. she's okay. she sent in like forty go already. April, go April. Yeah, thank you, April. Should I put this Luciano pop filter or not pop filter? Pop filter. All right. All right. I'm gonna play it now. <laughs> Here we go. Hi. This is April. This is take two. I had to figure out how to record myself. Um, so this is my mom's story, and it happened about a year ago. Um, so my mom, it's just my mom and my 13-year-old brother, um, at home. So, yeah, just the two of them, and my mom doesn't have, like, I don't know, pepper spray or guns or anything like that in the house. Um, you know, my brother, like, might have a baseball bat or something, but pretty much, like, she's weaponless. Um, so my mom lives off of a busy street and so there's like noise and stuff at night cause there's always like traffic. It's not, um, Bear Valley or anything. It's actually, it's Ranchero out in Hesperia. So, you know, like it's busy, but not crazy, crazy. Um, so basically it's, there's always noise at night. So one night my mom's sleeping and she hears something and she's not sure if it's like a truck or or something. Um, But kind of like jolts her awake. So she's kind of like disoriented when she's, um, when she wakes up to this. Well, then I think she said that she like kind of tried to go back to sleep because again, she like cast it off as, oh, this is normal, you know, whatever sounds going on. 
Um, but then it didn't stop. She kept hearing whatever this was. And so my mom lives in a single-story ranch house, like ranch-style home. Um, and her bedroom is on one end of the house, and my brother's and the guest bedroom are on the complete opposite side of the house. Um, but I think my brother was actually up at his dad's house this weekend anyway, so my mom was totally home alone. Um, and, like, she doesn't have a dog or anything like that. Um, so it's just her, and she's hearing this noise, and, um, so she finally, she, like, wakes up, and she realizes that somebody is coming through her bedroom door. She has a door that goes out to, sorry, the back, uh, patio, and it has a security gate, one of those big heavy metal ones, but my mom just, she's terrible about turning lights on and locking stuff and, um, just obviously she's never watched a scary movie so she has like no life preservation skills um so somebody's coming through her door and into her like dark bedroom and uh okay so uh a man was coming through my mom's back door and when he came inside my mom said that she could tell he wasn't wearing uh, like, any pants. It looked like he was just wearing a shirt. Oh, and this guy, like, immediately started um, just, like, really aggressive and saying that he was the devil and he was going to rape my mom and he was going to, like, hurt her and do all this crazy stuff. Like, just ranting and raving like a lunatic. And, um, but he was also, like, it was clear he was, like, trying to go to bed. So, my mom has a pretty big room, um, but, like, still, this crazy guy's in it. So, he's, like, trying to go to bed and saying all this stuff. So, my mom, she teaches at a college, so she deals with, you know, adults, young adults, and um, sometimes, like, tense situations and whatnot. So, she kind of, like, I guess put her teacher mode on and was actually able to get this guy to leave through the door he came and then go through two gates because it takes two gates to get into the backyard. So she was actually able to like get him to leave the door and then go through the two gates so that they were out in the front of the house on the driveway. And I think my mom said like as they were walking to the front, she was calling 911. So then she had to like keep talking to this guy to keep him kind of like busy and occupied. And he just, like, kept going on and um, about how he was, like, either possessed or the devil and the things he was going to do to her. And, um, and so the police showed up finally and, um, you know, he was clearly, the guy was clearly on drugs. And the police uh, tried to placate my mom and say, you know, he's, he's drugged out. He's not going to know where you live. Like, obviously has no idea where he is right now. Um, and that my mom could, like, get the report or whatever, I think, like, later in the week. Um, and so this all happened, I think, at, like, maybe midnight or, like, one in the morning. Um, so then I guess the next day, my mom was home, and I think it was maybe midday, and she hears a knock at the door, so she's, like, she's super shooken up, but, you know, it's the middle of the day, it's bright outside, so she goes, to the door and it's the same guy that like entered her room the night before and he was with his wife and his one-year-old kid 
and I guess his wife made him come apologize. Um, so yeah, this guy was like, tell my mom how sorry he was. He was on drugs and he thought that her house was his house and that he obviously has to be better because he has a kid. Um, you know, probably should have thought about that before. So then my mom was like a whole nother level of freaked out because now this guy knows where she lives and she's like, you know, obviously if he gets in trouble, she didn't want like any sort of retaliation. Um, but yes, this happened about a year ago and I don't think she ever like heard from him. I don't even know if she got the police report to be honest, but it took my mom about eight months before she could sleep with the lights turned off. Um, probably took her about six months before she'd even sleep in her room. She slept in the guest bedroom, uh, right next to my brother for, for, yeah, about six months after that. And she was so shook up by all of it. She didn't want to tell me. Um, I actually learned about the whole thing from my aunt and I still think my kid brother has no idea what happened. Um, and so, me and my husband were telling my mom that she should get, like, a shotgun or even a BB gun. Just, you know, something. So that if somebody entered the house, she could protect herself. So my mom got a kitten. Yeah, that was her solution. She got a cat. Um, but she does lock her gates now, and she keeps her lights on, and she's just better about um, kind of like those first, first levels of protection or whatever. But it was pretty scary. Um... Yeah, so that's my mom's kind of brave girl story. <laughs> she got a crazy drug guy out of her bedroom who was claiming to be the devil. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed. Bye. Oh my god, that was <laughs> crazy. That was wild from start to finish. I love oh the end that she god. got a kitten. I know. <laughs> Slimy's an attack cat. Slimy would get someone. She'll get you. Yeah, she'd get you. She eats moths. Mm. So. Vicious. You know. Vicious. She'll bite your toes off if you come in my room. Aww. She'll drink your cup. She'll. Oh, yeah. You'll be thirsty all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's such a. I don't want to say good story, but good story. <laughs> that She, like, stood out there in the driveway talking to this oh. crazy dude. Until the police got there. That's wild. That's so that freaky. is wild. That is a brave girl story. That yeah, is, absolutely. definitely. Yeah. Shit. Uh, I remember wow. April's mom. She's a pretty small lady and she's really pretty and tiny. That would be super scary. Also, like, okay, like he was he was like, sorry, I thought you were my wife, basically. Is that what what he would say like he a freak. when when he came like over to apologize maybe he wasn't on drugs maybe that's just like their role playing they have like a similar house and he just breaks in and he's like I'm the devil baby <laughs> and then they go to town oh yeah. no I'm the devil baby yikes yeehaw yeehaw well, I'm sorry <laughs> that happened the devil's a cowboy yes. He did go down to Georgia. There you go. Oh. Yee-haw. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That just reminded me of like a video that I saw a long time ago. But it was that song. But it was like farts in a bathroom. Like two bathrooms. <laughs> like stalls. And the two people were battling. But they were farting. That, <laughs> that, that song just reminds later. me of the movie Superstar. 
That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So should we do... <laughs> oh, sounds fake. Hey. Sounds fake, but okay. rock one a froggy's band one can you make one sound like neutral milk hotel <laughs> yes to all of them blink 182 one yes he, he already said he already sang me a blink 182 one it's time to, to play, play. <laughs> sounds fake but okay all right Let's do it. Krista said, that's enough of that. Thank that's you. That's all right. So this week, guess who's doing sounds fake but okay? Bitches. Me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Lindsay. Baby. I am ready, baby. Yeah. Baby. Are you guys ready? Is the I'm ready. I'm excited to play again. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the first one is called A Dreadful Day. Ooh. After 15 years of growing out his dreadlocks, Neil Raymond was diagnosed with lung cancer. In an act of defiance against his disease, Raymond chose to get his dreadlocks cut off and go bald on his own terms, not from treatment. 2003, <clears throat> Raymond went to a hair salon and asked 32-year-old Camille for a haircut. According to Camille, 10 minutes into the haircut, Raymond began to complain about the itchiness of the haircut and sharp pains from her pulling um, his hair too hard. He grew more and more irritated and left her no tip when all was said and done and he left bald. Camille noticed a few red sores around the base of his neck as he left. Raymond left and Camille began sweeping up the mess. Raymond collapsed outside of his car while Camille noticed a spider a little larger than the size of a quarter crawl out of a clump of dreadlock. Inside Ooh. the clump of hair was a nest of funnel web spiders that bit Raymond irritated by the haircut. Ooh. So the spiders were living in his dreadlocks. Ooh. First impressions? That sounds fake. <laughs> fake. But also, the struggle is real. He probably didn't, wasn't going to tip anyway. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Chris <laughs> used to be a hairstylist, so. Okay, the next one is called P. Brown. P. Brown! <laughs> oh my god! That's a throwback. throwback. <laughs> Outside of a vacuum pump sewage station in the Henan province in China... A family of five was walking when one of the sons dropped his phone down by the sewage runoff. In an attempt to recover his phone, he fell into the cesspool. Between the 
consistency of the sewage and the suction of the station, he began to drown. His mother followed after him in an attempt to save him, but also quickly succumbed to the suction. Ten minutes later, the daughter and father have also tried to save their family. Bystanders and bystanders, the last son and the uncle eventually saved the daughter, but the mother, father, and son were all sucked under and drowned, literally in shit. They went the in the poopo. Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> so many people just dying. Apocalypse. That's what this episode's called. Apocalypse. Don't let me forget. Okay. Apocalypse. I think that sounds real. I don't know. How many people died all in all? Three out of four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, probably real. I'm going to say real, too. Okay. The next one <sighs> is called Trapped in the Closet. da da Okay. <laughs> is this the... Never mind. <laughs> what? Is this the R. Kelly cult story? Yes, oh this, my... is a, this is the R. Kelly cult story. Oh, you really? guys knew about that? No, I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Which, I forgot to look that up. I don't know anything about that. Anyway, anyway, back on track, back on track. Okay. In 2013, in Japan, a resident of a small one-story house installed security cameras into his home when he noticed food went missing, things in different places than where he remembered putting them, and doors open that he remembered closing. The cameras would send images to his phone if movement was detected and the house security was armed. One day, the businessman got a notification on his phone and saw a person in his house going through the kitchen. When the cops arrived, the house was still armed and there was no sign of force of entry. Later, going through the going through his footage with the police, they saw a woman enter a closet and not leave. In the footage, the cops arrive and search the place. They go check the closet and find nothing until one of the cops opens a cupboard and finds a woman nervously curled inside. The homeless woman had entered the house when, uh, when one day when it was unlocked and had been living in the closet for over a year. She had eaten his food and taken showers when he wasn't home. She was said to be neat and clean, according to the report. Real. Real, yeah. Okay. So the first one. But that's so spooky. A Dreadful Day. Fake. Fake. It's fake. (laughs) But. P. Brown. Oh. Real. I'm going to say fake. It's fake. Oh, man. And then Trapped in the Closet. Real. real. It's real. I remember seeing footage from that. Yeah. So. I thought you guys might have because I was like, I knew this story before, so I thought you guys might have too. That's spooky. Because that, I remember seeing it. That poop story has absolutely happened. That poop story? Yeah, probably. That's happened at least ten times. Probably. For sure. Sucked into poo? Yeah. Apocalypse. <laughs> Apocalypse down. Apocalypse <laughs> Oh, man. So that was my attempt. That was awesome. Good Those job, were really Lindsay. good ones. Yeah. That was fun. Um, 
the R. Kelly cult. You haven't read anything about it no. yet? No. Oh, it's so freaky. He's such a frock. Oh, He's such a frock? He's a frocko. A frocko? Oh, oh, no. I hope he gets Should sucked we talk into about a poop it? sewer. Should we talk about it on our full episode, maybe? Uh, How long is this? <laughs> We're already talking about it. Let's talk about it real quick. Yeah. Okay. Basically, he's a frock. Wait, but what happened? I, what does he, he do? He has, like, he owns homes, and he will, like, get girls, come up to him at shows, or, like, contact him, and they're like, oh, I want to be a singer, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, I can help you do that. And then he, like, slowly brainwashes them and eventually, like, moves them out to live in his houses. And he has, like, four or five girls at any given time. And they start real young. Like, not Aaliyah young as far as I'm aware, but, like, 18. Aaliyah was, like, 14. Aaliyah was, like, 14 or 15 when they got married, yeah. And they, like, change their hair. They give up on their careers. They just live in this house, and he has, like, all these rules for them, and, like, they're not allowed to, like, make eye contact with men or laugh at men's jokes, and they go where he says, when he says, and Ew, it's super freaky, and then, like, they're... <laughs> Their parents, like, and family are, like, worried about them and try to, like, find them and, like, get them to come back, but they're like, no, I like my life here. But they, like, have to, they oh be, like, God. super subservient to him, and I it's know, super freaky. I know what we have to do. We have to kill R. Kelly. I've been saying that. He, like, okay, so he went to <laughs> a trial for uh, child pornography charges mm -hmm. and had all, he was acquitted of all charges or whatever, but... That was just the one time that he went to trial. Like, he has been molesting, like, teenage girls for mm -hmm. the, his entire career. Yep. Absolutely. Like, what the fuck? I and don't know anything about him. I don't even know any of his music, I don't think. You know his music. It's the remix to Ignition. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mama oh, man, that's a jam. It is a jam. Oh, you know who loves R. Kelly? Who? Steven. Ray Morris? No, <laughs> Natalie's Steven. Oh, he, he loves would. R. Kelly. Yeah, their um, their Wi-Fi is like a R. Kelly reference. Is and it? They, and they have like a big R. Kelly poster in their guest room. What? <laughs> you didn't what? notice? No, I never. I never went in their guest room. He also loves the song Pony. That's genuine, baby. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Because we were just talking about it. I heard that song at like 10 in the morning a couple weeks ago. Like just on the radio for like Tiny. no ass reason. Gotta get ready for your day. Yeah. <laughs> my pony. My pony. I don't know the words. Friday. My pony. <laughs> Saddle. Got hooves too. How do you not know the lyrics? I love my, my pony. I did I, not know no. what they were actually saying I was until saying... we sang karaoke that one night. <laughs> I did not know what the no, words were. No, I was were. saying, remember when we made all those Snapchats and we just listened to that song over and over and over and over again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. That was fun. That was, that was a good night. That was a good night. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, R. Kelly sucks. <laughs> Is the point. Yeah, not to be confused with Genuine. Genuine seems like a genuinely good dude. No, genuinely. A genuinely good dude. <laughs> Speaking of Steven, he said, I love Genuine. Instead of genuine, he said he called him genuine. I was like, genuine? You mean genuine? Like that? What in the? Shut up and play the pony song. <laughs> Let's watch Magic Mike after this. I'm oh. down. 
I like the second one better. Really? I don't, I've never seen the second one. It's I good. only saw the first one, but I like the first one. I love. Can we get milkshakes and watch it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Luciano has to go home, though. Luciano. Or you could do the pony dance. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clip clop. <laughs> oh, no. Very cute. Okay, so are we done with this week's campfire tale? Yeah, I, I guess that's all we so. Got. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yep. and send your stories into oh, bravegirlspodcast yeah. at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're Brave Girls Club Podcast. We're on Instagram at Brave Girls Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Brave Girls Pod. Uh, oh, we also have a Patreon now. Yes. Still getting used to it. We're True. Brave Girls Podcast on there. Uh, give us your money. And we'll Please. send you special stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we got stickers. We got stickers. Oh, I forgot the stickers. Oh, I'm sorry, Krista. It's okay. Um, I, I can get them tomorrow. I knocked you... over my favorite glass with my butt right before we left, and then we had to clean up glass, and oh, then I was no. sad. It's okay. So I forgot the stickers. Uh, we also have, we're on SoundCloud and MixCloud now. Mm-hmm. We were only on MixCloud before. Now you can catch us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Woo-hoo. Yep. You're probably listening on iTunes, but if you're not, we're on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks.